Welcome to Fish Talk Hunt Radio with John Hennigan, where we're going to cast and blast you right out of this world with some of the best hunting and fishing stories that you can't even imagine. Hey, everybody. Welcome to Fish Talk Hunt Radio. I'm Mark the Engineer, and by God, on the line, we've got Frank Selby. Frank, are you there? Yes, I'm here, and we're ready to go. Welcome to Fish Hunt Talk Radio. And we have three minutes. I want everybody to hear this. Have you ever heard of quilt on barns? Quilt what? I mean, like painting or what? Yeah. Well, at first, I, that's what I thought, a big hanging quilt on the side of a barn. It's not. What they started really a lot back in the Midwest is they're painting pictures on the barns and then putting a frame around them. Wow. Some are actually quilts, some are fish. Everything under the sun, uh, like one that's got about five different uh, lightning rods painted on a big picture on the side of a barn. <laughs> I have never cool. seen anything like that. I remember when I was a little tiny kid, they used to paint signs, right, Mark? Well, they, they had ads on the side of the barns for tobacco yeah. and farm equipment and stuff like that. Yeah, but now they're painting all these neat things on the side of the barn. So I guess if you're driving across the Midwest, <laughs> you have something to look at about every mile or so. But that's got to be such a big job. I mean, you got to be up on the scaffolding or something, don't you? Yes, you wow. do. Or uh, what I've heard too. I this I just found out today. They they get four pieces of eight by four foot plywood. Yeah. They paint them on the ground, and then they put them up on the barn, and then they put a frame around them with wood. Okay, that's that's different, and that totally makes sense. Yeah, I don't think my sister should be up on a barn at uh, her age. <laughs> <laughs> None of us should, really. <laughs> yeah, really. Yeah. I don't like heights to begin with. Yeah, yeah. We have some... Go ahead. No, no, I was going to say, we're just uh, getting ready to hit this first break here, and... Um, Guys, we've got a pretty good show coming up. We've got Paul Reese, we've got Linda and Kathy, and uh, got a whole bunch of people. So kind of hang in there, Frank. I'm going to go ahead and take this break, and we'll be back in just a little bit. ago, a sailor set out to design a boat shoe that was comfortable and stable, non-skid, and wouldn't mark the decks. Today, these incredibly comfortable shoes are worn by anglers, boaters, professional guides, and charter captains. Go to softscience.com to see more. Soft Science shoes and boots are lightweight and shock absorbent with just the right level of support. Several styles come in all sizes. Enjoy the Soft Science shoe in the water and out. Check them out at softscience.com. It's time for you to take a real fun adventure. Join a hosted fishing adventure to Alaska or Baja with the staff of Fish Talk Radio. Real Fun Adventures can book you on any adventure you desire. Bring your fishing friends or meet new ones. Fish Talk Radio gets the best deals from our sponsors to give you the best possible price. Real Fun Trips are inclusive, easy, no-worry packages to the most popular fish grounds. Trips start around $600. Go to reelfunadventures.com. 
Always buy quality, and you will not be disappointed. AO Coolers, the lightweight, soft-sided cooler, will not disappoint you. Easy to carry, less room on the deck, and more efficient. AO Coolers fit the product inside for more performance. Once you try one, you want more. You will be proud to own one. AO Coolers outperform bulky, hard shell, and lesser soft-sided coolers. For types and how to find yours, go to aocoolers.com. Available at West Marine. The road stretches for miles in front of you. And with the Ram 1500, you'll be able to reach mile after open mile. It gets a best-in-class 25 miles per gallon highway. So your destination won't just be determined by your gas gauge, but by your gauge for achievement. And the Ram 1500 is the first-ever back-to-back Motor Trend Truck of the Year. Guts. Glory. Ram. See your local Ram dealer today for great deals. EPA estimated 25 MPG highway based on V6 4x2. Fish Talk Hunt Radio with John Hennigan. Hey, everybody. John is running late today, but uh, we've got Frank Selby on the line. So, Frank, take it away. Okay. I have Paul from the Amazon, and I'd like Paul to tell us his website, and then we're going to get down to a lot of questions. Paul, how about giving your phone numbers, your website, and all that? Certainly, Frank. Our website is Acute Angling, A-C-U-T-E-A-N-G-L-I-N-G dot com. And we are, uh, we fish in the Amazon. You can reach us in the States at our 800 number, 866-832-2987. And... Paul, uh, the uh, you have uh, uh, how many rooms on the uh, boat uh, suites on the Amazon? On your, well, we have uh, three operations in the Amazon, Frank. Uh, we have a mothership operation. We have a beautiful 10-year-old boat called the Blackwater Explorer that has 10 cabins, can accommodate up to 20 people, although our typical group size is about 10 to 12. Uh, beautiful boat, air-conditioned, private bathrooms in each cabin, hot showers, uh, very elegant, comfortable boat. Our floating bungalow operation is a bit different. Uh, It's focused on fishing headwaters regions. It accommodates eight people, and each of our bungalows are air-conditioned, private bathrooms, and hot showers. And finally, we have a multi-species operation in Brazil's Guyana Shield Mountains. And this is not 
so much about peacock bass, although we have a fast water species there. This is about variety. We have pyara and wolffish and bicuda and pescada and giant catfish up to 350 pounds. Variety is the key word here. Yeah. Well, what kind of equipment, if I was coming down, should I use? You know I'm a fly fisherman, but I'd like to hear on both sides. And uh, what would you suggest? Well, for conventional tackle, we provide the tackle for all of our anglers. Uh, we access our locations by float plane, so we like our people to travel light, and as a result, we provide really high-end gear. Uh, we have graphite rods and all Shimano, Stratic, and Corrado reels for conventional anglers. Uh, for fly fishermen, well, we understand real well that fly fishermen cherish their four-piece rods, and fly fly tackle is is carried by the angler. Uh, what I recommend for a fly fisherman, it, and it varies with the trip, but in general, across the board for our trips, I recommend a nine weight, and this is your bread and butter big fish rig. Uh, it will you'll string it with a three hundred, a two hundred to three hundred grain line, depending on what you're comfortable throwing. And you're going to throw a big subsurface fly. Uh, this is focused on big fish. I also recommend that anglers bring an eight weight, and they bring an intermediate line and a floater. Floater's a lot of fun. You won't catch very many big fish on a floater. Uh, big fish are are really more likely to, to be caught on that subsurface fly, but you'll catch catch tons of little fish, and the strike on the surface is really a rip. It's a lot of fun to watch. A straight shot of monofilament, unless you're trying to set a record for your leader, and a nice loop knot to tie on the fly. And uh, what's an average day? Uh, Don't be specific, but you say three anglers go out for the day. On one, what's the average uh, fishing time, and what you never know what's going to be pulling on your line? Is that correct? Well, it depends. Uh, again, it's it's a function of the trip you select. If you select one of our peacock bass trips, our focus is putting peacock bass on your line, uh, and you can pretty much pretty much be guaranteed that your primary catch is going to be peacocks. Only our multi-species trip has that great variability. We send out two anglers in a boat with a Brazilian guide. Our boats have casting platforms, front and rear. Uh, they, we, we've taken great care to make sure there's no protruding hardware so fly fishermen can strip their line right at their feet. Uh, the the boats are designed to get us into very small water. We're not about trying to show off big, fancy, wide boats that don't go in where the fish are. We're all about building boats specifically for our purpose. So each of our operations has its own very special purpose-made boat. Our mothership operation uses an 18-foot aluminum bass boat that we have built with a modified V in the front and flat through the rear so we can cut through any kind of water and get into small fisheries. 
this trip is focused on productivity, and a fly fisherman can catch 20 to 50 fish a day here. And, you know, one hates to give out numbers, so I'm very conservative in terms of my numbers. I know. Other, I've seen our, photographs. Okay. Our floating bungalow operation is more attuned to trophy hunting. Uh, so we use a very special uh, uh flat-bottom boat. Uh, they're designed to get into the tiniest of backwaters, into regions that nothing else can get into. Because our focus is trophies, we're not as concerned with productivity. We will move our operation to where we think we're going to have the best shot at trophies. So the numbers there are more variable, but they can be just as high or even higher. The chance of a trophy is a little bit higher. And finally, our multi-species operation, numbers here are almost meaningless because it is very much a function of what the angler wants to accomplish. If the angler says, my goal today is Pyara, well, he may spend quite a bit of time till he finds himself in habitat holding Pyara. Uh, numbers here are not about being high. They're about this great variety. If you take what the river gives you, in other words, fish the habitat as you find it, uh, one tends to find higher numbers here. Uh, wonderful fishery, great adventure type trip. Paul, yeah. oh, one more question right now that I think everybody needs to know. Actually, in my opinion, there's none, but what dangers do we have to worry about? Do we have to worry about shots or anything like that? Interestingly enough, and most people think they're going into the ultimate hellhole of the planet, but the regions we fish, the regions that hold peacock bass, are all blackwater systems. Blackwater is extremely acidic and it does not permit the maturation of mosquito larvae. So there are no mosquitoes where we fish. And when I tell this to people, they look at me like I'm from Mars, but the fact of the matter is no mosquitoes where we fish. So no mosquito-borne diseases, no yellow fever, no malaria, no Zika. That being said, you will pass through cities and human habitation, and it's probably not a bad idea for folks to take an anti-malarial pill because wherever there are human humans living, there is a possibility for mosquitoes. In terms of other dangers, our fisheries are typically in Indian reservations or in regions where we've paid the community for permission to fish there. So we are the cash cow in most areas, and we are well cared for by the locals. Honestly, the only dangers we have, well, I, I tell people we don't lose more than two or three people a year, and those are the guys who don't tip well. And obviously, <laughs> I love that. I, I'm, I got that. Leave them on the sandbar. <laughs> one more, one more question. A basic trip. Uh, I think you do seven days or ten days. Which is it? All of our trips are seven days in the fishery. Okay. Hey, Frank, uh, I'll tell you what. Let's hold that question until after the break. We've got a break coming up here, and uh, uh, this is incredible. People need to go to acuteangling.com and uh, see what's going on with this thing. We're going to be back in just a little bit. Hang on there.
The East Cape of Baja, Mexico is world famous for sport fishing. Dorado, tuna, wahoo, marlin, sailfish, roosterfish, and parco. The Van Warmer Resorts make dreams come true at a price all can afford. Hotel Palmas de Cortez, Playa del Sol, and Hotel Punta Colorado have the biggest and best sport fishing fleet in all of Mexico. Call toll-free to 877-777-TUNA to find out how affordable world-class fishing can be. The finest resorts and the best boats in East Cape. Call 877-777-TUNA. Vagabundos del Mar Boat and Travel Club has 42 years experience introducing RVers to the joys of Mexico. Specializing in Baja, Vagabundos leads caravans and sponsors fishing tournaments, trailer boat cruises, and weekend getaways in Mexico and the West. Vagabundos del Mar also saves its 10,000 members tons of money on low-cost auto insurance. Stay up to date on Mexican travel with the printed newsletter online at vagabundos.com or call 800-474-BAJA. Mystery Tackle Box is the most fun and affordable way to discover new lures every month. Select your target species and select your subscription length. Get your box delivered. Catch more fish. It's that easy. Offering fresh and salt water, we've partnered with Fish Talk to get you a great deal. Use the promo code Fish Talk for $10 off your first subscription. Mystery Tackle Box is the original monthly lure subscription service. In fact, we've been told that it feels like Christmas once a month and you can get started for as little as 15 bucks a month. Go to mysterytacklebox.com today. That's mysterytacklebox.com and start getting your packages every month. This is John and I believe in Mystery Tackle Box. Go to mysterytacklebox.com, mention Fish Talk, get a special deal and get the packages coming every month. You will be looking forward to it. Welcome back to Fish Talk Hunt Radio with John Hennigan. Good old John is running late today, but uh, I'm Mark here in the studio. We've got Frank Selby on the line with Paul Reese, and we're talking about some money. Go go ahead, Frank. Oh, yes. Okay, Paul. What, what's the different uh, 
trips you do and what's the price of them. Could you give us a little bit of a rundown on them and what there is to do on each one? Sure, I certainly can, Frank. Um, our, our pricing on all of these trips is based on logistics. We, we're the owner, operator, outfitter, and organizer of all of our trips. There are no agents involved. There are no middlemen. So we price our trips very strictly on, on what it costs to operate them. And I'll walk you through them and, and try to give you an idea of, of the logistical characteristics of each one and 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 how that impacts the price our least expensive and our our most elegant and most productive trip is our mothership operation the blackwater explorer and it's the least expensive because logistically it's the easiest to supply the boat moves through uh, various trunk rivers and into secondary and tertiary tributaries in the system, and we simply supply it with a supply boat. We can carry six weeks' worth of supplies. So for us, logistically, this is easy. And that trip, those trips uh, range from 4450 to 4950 depending on which type of cabin you want. There are turnkey packages and everything other than tipping and international airfare and a Brazilian visa is included in the package. That trip is focused on consistent productivity. We roam through the river systems to find the best conditions, the best water levels, and we're always in optimal fishing conditions. And this allows us to have very, very consistent productivity throughout the entire fishing season from September through March. Because this trip is so mobile, it also allows us to accommodate uh, a lot of other activities. Sometimes uh, couples come, and we try to organize our groups into couples weeks where it's appropriate so that the ambiance on the boat is appropriate, if you would. We also do a lot of other activities besides fishing if folks are interested. We'll visit Indian villages. We will do jungle hikes. Uh, we do shore lunches. We give seminars about the Amazon aboard the boat. My background is as a uh, uh, I'm a neotropical ichthyologist, and I have my doctorate in these fish. Uh, so we can transport a lot of knowledge to our anglers. Um, and this trip is, is really a great trip for the ladies because they don't have to fish every second of every day. Our floating bungalow trip is accessed only by float plane, and so we're unable to supply it uh, in an easy fashion, which means every can of beer and every gallon of gas is coming in by an expensive route. So this trip's a bit more expensive, not much. It's uh, 49.50, and this trip uses a floating system that allows us to get into headwaters. It'll get through one foot of water, and we can put it up into regions that nothing else reaches. This allows us to focus on accessing trophy fish, and it also gives us a different kind of region to fish in. Uh, very comfortable trip, and lots of the ladies uh, enjoy it as well, but this is a trip for ladies who want to fish all the time. Yeah. Finally, our, our lodge in, the, in Brazil's Guyana Shield Mountains is a great trip for everyone. This is an adventure trip. Uh, 
Uh, it's a fast water river system. We keep kayaks there. Anglers can fish out of the kayaks. They can run the river in the kayaks. We are inside of an Indian reservation, and our guides are local indigenous folks. Uh, they will be happy to take you to visit their village. They will be happy to take you on evening uh, hunts. They do the hunting, of course, because hunting is not permitted in the Amazon. Yeah. Uh, but it's a spectacularly interesting experience with lots of wildlife. This trip is in the mountains. There's no way to get anything except literally carrying it over waterfalls or flying it in on the float plane. So it's our most expensive trip at fifty-seven fifty. Well, for the bucket list, that's not expensive at all, and your airfare is probably around twelve hundred to fourteen hundred to get there. Correct about that? You got that just about on the money. Yeah, you're about right. <laughs> I'm doing research because I'm coming next year. Good. We will we will enjoy hosting you. I'll make sure I'm your host when you come. Okay, I I'm counting on that. And you know, uh, we see each other every year at the show, and we always say hi, but we never have time to talk because both of us is always so busy at the Fred All Show. We don't have time to talk and meet with our friends. So I'm so thankful you came in to help today. Would you, uh, the other thing I wanted you to do really again give them all the website information. And then we'll go to a couple questions. I got a couple other little questions I've got to ask you before we go. Certainly. How's the website, once again, is acuteangling.com. Uh, you can reach us by telephone at our 800 number, and that's 866-832-2987. If you're looking for me, I'm at Extension 1. Uh, Gary, uh, who can tell you all about our trips as well, is at Extension 2. And uh, we can be emailed at webmaster at acuteangling.com. Thank you. Uh, Mark, you got a question you want to ask? Well, Paul, you, uh, yeah, I was just kind of wondering, how the heck did you get into this line of work? What, what was your first trip? What happened? Well, we need a five-hour radio show for that story, but I'll make it quick. <laughs> just a quick one. Uh, uh, life sometimes takes circles on people, and uh, I found myself 25 years ago in the middle of a divorce. And it was kind of a rough one, and I uh, wasn't able to see my children, and I, I just said, you know what, I'm out of here, I'm going fishing. And I packed up my bags, and I went all over the world. I went to Australia, New Zealand, uh, Argentina, Japan, Korea, uh, Thailand. I ended up in Brazil and the Amazon, and this was, for me, the most exciting fishing I had ever experienced in my life. I said, I'm never leaving. I'm never coming home. Wow. Unfortunately, or fortunately, as it turned out, I ended up having to make a household for my children because of the way the divorce went. And I said, huh. How do I get back here? And so I started a business, which allowed me to legitimately take my kids out of school and bring them with me. And, of course, we started on a small scale. They're all, you know, they were not harmed. They're all, they all have doctorates, and they're, they're all uh, came out just fine for, as a result of the experience. And now we've grown to a very large business that fishes six months out of the year. Well, so you're in the Amazon six months out of the year. Wow. Yes, sir. Yeah. yeah, you lucky dog. You. I hate you now. <laughs> <laughs> and a nice well, way. look, 
You know, we have to take care of our clients, so a lot of my time is spent making that sure that everything goes exactly the way it should. These trips are complicated. Clients arrive. We've got to meet them at the airport. We provide hotel rooms for them. They overnight in a, in a four-star hotel, and the following morning we put them on a charter flight to the fishery. They spend that week in the fishery, and we provide food, drink, open bar. All of our trips are open bar. We have fine wines, elegant food. Uh, we provide rods and reels, fishing licenses. Everything down to a permit to enter indigenous territory is provided. So there's a lot more to it for for me besides I don't get to go fishing every day, unfortunately, but my clients do. Where, where do yeah. the people fly into? What city do they fly into? You fly into Manaus, Brazil. Once you reserve a trip with us, we will arrange all your flights for you, and you're welcome to book them with Miles or your favorite travel agent, or use us. We can book it for you as well. So you, we'll you do everything, you. basically, yeah. We do so everything. Do we walk you through the visa process. We help you prepare. And from the moment you arrive in Brazil, we collect you at the airport. Someone is holding your hand the entire time you're in Brazil. Wow. Is she cute? <laughs> it depends. <laughs> I had to throw that in. My wife would kill me right now. Mine too, so I won't address that question. Have to, have to let that one go. Good, good, good idea. Now, do some of the guides uh, speak English, or do, are there interpreters? Um, every one of our trips has an English-speaking host. Um, so we have a, a host who is there all the time. Uh, we really like to think of our host as a client representative. Yeah. Most of my guides speak English pretty well as also, uh, with the exception of my mountain trip, where my guides there are Ishkariana Indians. And they're all bilingual, but they speak Ishkariana and they speak Portuguese, not English. Uh, but we have a full-time host there who uh, worked as a fishing guide at the Everglades for eight years, was a pilot for Meta Airlines, and speaks perfect English. Well... If there's Catholic altar boys, we can speak Portuguese. Because uh, <laughs> Latin and Portuguese is about the same thing, believe it or not. Uh, okay. Uh, I'm not so sure about that one. Well, that, that well, kind of give everything. it a shot. Hey, guys, listen, we just got a little bit less than a minute. Uh, Paul, go ahead and give that website and phone number again. This has been fantastic. Certainly. The website is www.acuteangling, just like it sounds, .com. And our phone number is 866-832-2987. You can find me at Extension 1. That's simple enough. Appreciate that. Thanks a lot, guys. This is Fish Talk and Hunt Radio. John Hennigan is running late. We've got Frank Selby on the line. We're going to take a break. We will be right back. The Soft Science footbed absorbs the shock of pounding waves, engine vibration, and even rocky terrain. Soft Science shoes are roomy and relaxed, and they drain and dry quickly. Check out the Soft Science Fin fishing shoes and boots and the Fin H2O for kayaking and canoeing. They're lightweight, slip-resistant, and won't mark your deck. See the new styles for men and women and get your pair on at softscience.com. 
It's time for you to take a real fun adventure. Join a hosted fishing adventure to Alaska or Baja with the staff of Fish Talk Radio. Real Fun Adventures can book you on any adventure you desire. Bring your fishing friends or meet new ones. Fish Talk Radio gets the best deals from our sponsors to give you the best possible price. Real Fun Trips are inclusive, easy, no-worry packages to the most popular fish grounds. Trips start around $600. Go to reelfunadventures.com. Mystery Tackle Box is the most fun and affordable way to discover new lures every month. Select your target species and select your subscription length. Get your box delivered. Catch more fish. It's that easy. Offering fresh and salt water. We've partnered with Fish Talk to get you a great deal. Use the promo code FISHTALK for $10 off your first subscription. Mystery Tackle Box is the original monthly lure subscription service. In fact, we've been told that it feels like Christmas once a month and you can get started for as little as 15 bucks a month. Go to mysterytacklebox.com today. That's mysterytacklebox.com and start getting your packages every month. This is John and I believe in Mystery Tackle Box. Go to mysterytacklebox.com, mention Fish Talk, get a special deal and get the packages coming every month. You will be looking forward to it. Alaskan RV Butler. Guiding, fishing, hiking, sightseeing, adventure. The Alaskan RV Butler. Like a cruise on wheels in the comfort of an RV. View the wonders of Alaskan interior, streams, ocean, and wildlife. Or fish for the big one. All while pampered by Mike, the Alaskan RV Butler. Mike's inclusive tours serve butter-drenched shellfish and mouth-watering steaks. Mike is your personal chef, chauffeur, guide, and planner. And for the real Alaska, contact MikeRVButler at gmail.com. That's MikeRVButler at gmail.com. Fish Talk Hunt Radio with John Hennigan. Hey, everybody. John is running late today, but no problem. We've got Frank Selby on the line. Take it away, Frank. Yes, I have two of my favorite fishing girls. Kathy, would you introduce yourself? Yeah. Hi, my name's Kathy uh, Luciano, and I love Frank as well. And Linda, you want to introduce yourself? Sure. I'm Linda Dignac, and we love fishing with Frank. <laughs> These are my favorite girls. From the first time they walked into my fly shop, we became instant friends. And then they they moved to Jackson Hole, Wyoming, to do nothing but fish and have fun. And you're just a short ways away from the Elk Refuge, correct? 
That's true. I biked over there this morning. Uh, and I know you got a lightning storm going over you. Also true. Uh, but, you might be able to hear it. Yeah. And the other thing I wanted to ask you about, how's the rivers running? Or the, Well, with the lightning storm, of course, they're going to be running muddy. But you girls get out quite a little bit and fish, don't you? We certainly try, and um, the rivers are peaking right now. There is a, a lot of snow that held up high and not so much in the valley, um, and right now in the last two weeks have been kind of peak flow. Well, so then you've been snowboarding or snow skiing? Um, it's a little bit too mushy for that. It hasn't, it hasn't frozen overnight in, um, in the last month. Um, so it's kind of the interim period. Well, I'm not going to put either one of you girls on the spot, but you have three or four rivers in less than an hour and a half drive from you. Is that correct? That would be correct. Linda? Yeah, you bet. We, so right now, the Snake River um, coming out of the Jackson Lake Dam is yeah. flowing at over 7,000 CFS. Oh, um, they're trying to dump a lot of water because the snow is starting to melt. We've been having a lot of rain, a lot of thunderstorms, and it's been warming up. So it's much higher than usual at this time of year. Um, so the snake and all of its tributaries are, are pretty brown right now. Um, not exactly fishable. I prefer fishing with a dry fly when I can. So not exactly prime weather for that at this moment. Yeah. Well, how's the uh, refuge uh, by the fish hatchery doing? Is it running still clear? Usually when everything else is muddy, it stays fairly clear, but they are smarter than a 40-year professor. Yeah, well, we actually went down by the fish hatchery just last week to take a look. And even Black Creek is running. The thing is that part of the refuge, um, fishing doesn't officially open until August. So we can look at the waters, but we can't fish them yet. Yeah. Well, at least you get to look at them. I have, a, you know, it's been years since I've been to Jackson Hole. I used to go up for the elk auction, antler auction. When I was real young, we'd drive down, pick up antlers all over, and then sell them at the auction. They still do that, or did they stop that? I mean, in Jackson Hole. No, they definitely still do the, the elk antler auction. They just did it last weekend, and I think they sold, because the main um, source of antlers to be sold there are from the Boy Scouts from Jackson. Yes, I and, that was always the special, case. <laughs> right. They have a special they have a special dispensation or a special permit, I guess, to be able to go onto the elk refuge and pick up the antlers that are shed there. So only the Boy Scouts can go onto the elk refuge and grab those sheds. Um, and they sold, I think, one hundred and seventy thousand dollars worth of them just last weekend. Wow. Boy, they have gotten really good in the last 30, 40 years. <clears throat> uh, we used to pick them up, up through Beartooth Pass and over there. A lot of the guides would pick them up 
and some of them would actually pick them up somewhere else, and I won't mention where, but we would bring them down, and four or five of the guides used to do that. We'd make a little few pennies. But back to fishing. So how long have you been up there now? We started coming up on vacations, well, 17 years ago probably. Mm-hmm. And we're, most of those were fishing vacations, fishing and hiking. And um, so I guess it's been 17 years. And we've, we moved here about 11 or 12 years ago so that we could spend even more time hiking and fishing rather than spending time traveling to here and back again. Well, you girls have got living the very perfect dream, don't you think, Mark? It sounds pretty incredible. Uh, do, you do, do you do this professionally? No, we don't do this professionally at all. How do you make a living? How do you afford to live in such an incredible area? Well, I work hard through the winter. And Linda, I, I'm a computer geek. Ah, okay. So I can work from pretty much anywhere where I have an internet connection and a telephone line. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh, good. Guess what? I'm calling you. Uh, I cannot get my attachments on my computer. <laughs> Technology doesn't have all the answers. <laughs> I'll have to make a trip down to Southern California, Frank. So that okay, I've got plenty. Of, we've got two spare bedrooms. You know that. Anytime <laughs> you come down, you're welcome, and then I will take you out on one of my boats. Oh, you can't beat that. Yeah, well. Like I said, I love fishing with Frank. I love fishing with you girls. You girls were the most funnest couple of girls I have ever got to fish with. And I love both of you. My wife loves both of you. We adopted them. They're grown, but we adopted them. <laughs> Mark, you got any other questions to ask these nice girls? So you're, you're both from the Southern California area originally? No, Actually, I, I grew up all over the world. Uh-huh. And I went to high school in, in Southern California after um, my dad retired there. Okay. And I went to college in California. And this is Linda. I, I grew up in Pennsylvania and then eventually moved to California probably 30 years ago or so. Okay. How did you run across the Frank? the weather was much better. A little bit better, yeah. <laughs> How did you run across old Frank? They walked well, into we my in fly California, shop. We, we um, made trips frequently down to Orange County. And one day we just happened to be passing by and noticed that there was a fly shop on one of the streets we were driving on and yeah. pulled in and met Frank and Bev, and it was great. We took fly tying lessons from them, um, saltwater fishing lessons. Can't beat Frank as a guide. Isn't that the truth? <laughs> Holy cow. Yeah, yeah. And, you know, saltwater fishing is one thing you can't do here. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, well, you've got the other end of it. I think... In Wyoming around there, the rainbow and browns are some of the smartest trout there is in the world. And uh, when you catch... Go ahead. uh, Although the cutthroat are probably the smartest because they're the native ones that have had to survive with all all the other introduced ones as well. So they're, they're pretty special trout. Yeah. 
Well, you girls are really special, too, because we've been friends for a lot of years. And I, Bev and me, all there's not a day go by we don't talk about you. And Bev goes, that's perfect girls for the show this week. And she called you and you guys came through for me. And I appreciate it very much. And Mark is one of the best tech guys I have ever worked with. And we want to both thank you. And, Mark, you got any questions you would like to ask the girls? Well, I guess we're just assuming that uh, you use the fly fishing technique or conventional or both, or tell us. Uh, so I didn't fish at all until uh, Linda talked me into trying it, and I thought fly fishing, of course, that the images that, you know, you get from Hollywood and from documentaries are yeah. just such a purist form and, and athletic in a sense. Um and to me, it, that was the appeal of, of fly fishing because it seemed like there was a lot more thought that had to go into it. You gave the fish a little bit of a chance. Mm -hmm. um, but that's not necessarily true. I mean, I've never done sport fishing either. That, that's the thing. Fishing is such a big universe. Um, and just to say fish, I guess the first thing that pops into most people's heads is the fish they're familiar with. But there are a lot of different kinds out there. Yeah, yeah. And, and I, I, I don't out think the there's nothing. Been fishing, <laughs> but I don't think I probably there's nothing better getting... than to watch a trout come up and take a blue winged olive in August and September, or a blue down. You bet. Do you agree? Because I used to do spin fishing, but it is it is, I think, boring compared to uh, to fly fishing. Wow. Although I confess, I've done some. I've done some. Uh, been fishing when we fished on places like Yellowstone Lake. <laughs> yeah, there, there's some big lake uh, trout in there. Used to be, there I don't know if they still are. I'll tell you what, let's, uh, let's go ahead and take a break, and then we can come back and talk a little bit more. This is Fish Talk Radio. We've got Frank Selby on the line, and uh, don't go anywhere, please. In the Everglades. Years ago, a sailor set out to design a boat shoe that was comfortable and stable, non-skid, and wouldn't mark the decks. Today, these incredibly comfortable shoes are worn by anglers, boaters, professional guides, and charter captains. Go to softscience.com to see more. Soft Science shoes and boots are lightweight and shock absorbent with just the right level of support. Several styles come in all sizes. Enjoy the Soft Science shoe in the water and out. Check them out at softscience.com. Used by fishermen who know where to get the best fishing gear around, AFTCO makes the highest quality fishing rod components worldwide. If it says AFTCO, you know you have a quality rod. Guy Harvey Clothing, the best outdoor clothing line anywhere, is also available through AFTCO. Longest lasting, functional, and best looking clothing you'll be proud to wear. Only the very best materials and workmanship. As soon as you put it on, you'll know the difference. Look for AFTCO at quality retailers or go to AFTCO.com. Great news. You can now watch Grizz's shows 
wherever you are, whenever you want, on all your mobile devices. Download the Grizz Channel app today. Enjoy an adventure during that boring wait at the doctor's office. Or while you're sitting at the airport waiting for your next flight. Just go to your phone, tablet, or even Kindle app store or iTunes and download it today. And when you get home, you can watch The Grizz on your big screen on Roku. Catch The Grizz next adventure today. Welcome back to Fish Talk Hunt Radio with John Hennigan. Hey, campers. John is running late today, but uh, we're doing the best we can. Frank, go ahead and finish up the show, buddy. Okay. Thank you so much. Kathy and Linda, I wanted to ask you two more questions, and let's get right to the point. Uh, you use uh, uh, snowboard teach in the winter, correct? Correct. I do. Would you give them a number that they could call if they wanted to learn how to snowboard when they're in Jackson Hole, Wyoming? Sure thing. I um, I teach at Jackson Hole Mountain Resort, and my number is 307-733-5643. And if I can't handle what you need, I know a lot of people there that can, including fly fishing guides that um, some teach skiing, some teach snowboarding, and some just go elsewhere. But... Um, if you need any information, fishing or snowboarding, I'd be happy to, to talk to you. Thank you, Kathy. You bet, Linda, Frank. Thank you. How's, uh, how was last year's fishing in Yellowstone? Last year was pretty good in Yellowstone. That was some good fall fishing. Um, the water was, there was plenty of water because it had been a huge snow year the year be- the winter before. Um, so there was no... No concerns about being too hot to fish. Sometimes the waters in Yellowstone close because when the temperatures get too warm for the trout, um, they'll close the waters not to stress them out. So last yeah. year was a good year. We're looking forward to, to this year as well. We, we took a look up there last weekend, and most of the rivers are still pretty brown up there as well, but some of them are starting to clear up a little bit. Do you go through the back way, or do you go through uh, Teton uh, National? We usually go through from, um, from the south entrance, which yes. goes, basically, we follow the Snake River up. As the Snake River comes out right about, its origin is about at the south entrance. And then you can follow uh, the Lewis River up to Lewis Lake, 
the Lewis merges with the snake right about at the park border. So there's there's some good fishing up there as well. Yeah, I used to make that drive every day. <laughs> Not every day, but pretty close there for a while. Often, often enough, huh? Yeah. Well, you have to come too, back too, and make it with us. Too often, actually. The back then <laughs> gas was very inexpensive. <laughs> well, girls, I appreciate you saving me today. And definitely me and Bev is going to be coming up and talking to you. Or you come down here or we'll come up and all four of us will go fishing for a day. How's that? Sounds sound? great, Frank. Can't wait, Frank. Tell Bev we're looking forward to it, too. Okay, I I think she heard you. So, I appreciate you coming on. And Mark, you have a, one last question you want to ask. You know, if I could just back up just a second, you said that the water would get too warm for the trout. What is the cutoff? What is too warm? Ah, well, so some of the waters in Yellowstone they'll they'll cut off when the water gets to be about seventy degrees. Seventy, okay. Which, when the when the temperature the air temperature has to get really pretty pretty hot yeah um, because it cools down a lot at night but I think two summers ago or three summers ago they did have to close um, the Firehole River for a while and they closed a couple of other areas for a while um, because the water temperatures were getting so high that they were worried the the fish were just gonna gonna strangle not enough oxygen in the water when it gets that warm oh okay so that's that's the real issue then right. Well, there's yeah, that, exactly. and then there's the fire hole actually gets um, runoff from the geysers. They go yeah. right through. That's got to be hot, huh? Yeah, so that's hot right there. Yeah. Well, thank yeah, you so much for being it, on the show. Goodness, it, uh, this is really, really fascinating stuff. Yeah. Well, girls, I want to thank you again and appreciate it. What do we got, about a minute left? Well, i got about 30 seconds, Frank. Let's go ahead and wrap it up, and we'll uh, call, okay. it, call it quits. Well, Cassie, Linda, I want to thank you very much, and I hope all of our guests enjoyed themselves, and I hope everybody out there listening is ready for a second hour in a short time. All right, buddy. Thanks a lot. You've been listening to Fish Talk and Hunt Radio. 